Today's episode is sponsored by By Heart, which is an infant nutrition company built from the ground up to deliver real innovation on behalf of babies and parents. Their mission is simple, make the best formula in the world. In our house, we never skim on family time together on the weekends. Instead of racing around crazy, we prioritize time at home, time to relax, time to do fun, crazy things that we wouldn't have ordinarily. And you know who else doesn't skim? By heart. By heart is the only American-made infant formula with globally sourced ingredients to use organic, grass-fed whole milk without a drop of skim. Whole milk is full of healthy fats like naturally occurring MFGM, which play an important role in baby's brain development and growth. Are you curious about ByHeart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com slash podcast with codename Zibby20 for a limited time. Hi, this is Zibby Owens, and you're listening to the award-winning podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. And speaking of books, I have two of my own books coming out this spring and summer. Princess Charming is a picture book, which debuts on April 19th, and Bookends, a memoir of love, loss, and literature, comes out on July 1st, and it is truly a labor of love. I hope you'll pre-order, order, and join me on tour as I go across the country. You can find out more at zibbyowens.com or bookendsmemoir.com. And you can follow me on Instagram at zibbyowens because I always post about everything. Enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. I need your help. If you love this podcast, you will love my children's book. It's called Princess Charming, and I am really trying to drum up pre-order sales. You might not know this, but before a book comes out is actually a really important time for the whole book's trajectory. So... Please pre-order Princess Charming, which comes out April 19th today. Just stop what you're doing and go do that, please. When it arrives on April 19th, you can give it to a loved one in your life, a niece, a grandchild, a child, a student, a kid walking by on the street, anybody. But if you could do this, here is my offer. If you email me your receipt showing me that you bought the book online somewhere and pre-ordered it, Email info at zibbyowens.com. That's info at zibbyowens.com. And I will pick 10 people to do a special giveaway project award to from my new Bonfire merch store, which you should also check out, which is um, the Zibby Owens Media Bonfire store where you can get all sorts of cool t-shirts and uh, tote bags and author sayings and all sorts of great stuff. So what did I say? 10 of you are going to get a special care package of your choice from the Bonfire store. And I will pick at random from all of you who pre-order the book. So if that wasn't clear, go pre-order Princess Charming. Again, it's called Princess Charming. It's my debut picture book. It's really cute and great. And it's illustrated by Holly Haddam. And then after you get the receipt, screenshot it or forward it to me at info at zibbyowens.com and you will be entered to win one of 10 exciting care packages. So go off and order. Thank you so much. Bye. Janine Rubenstein is the host of the People Every Day podcast and editor-at-large for People Magazine. Welcome, Janine. Thank you so much for coming on Momstone of Time to Read Books. This is so much fun. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. So as I was just chatting with you about, usually I have authors, but I'm so excited to have you on, A, to talk about your book picks, but B, as a fellow podcaster of People Every Day, and C, as somebody who started out 
picking the books essentially for People Magazine <laughs> in the mailroom or whatever. So I want to hear that whole thing about how People picks books, and I want to hear about your whole journey to here and everything. There's so much to talk about. Well, I, I'm a talker, Good. So, so that's great. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I have been at People for over 10 years now, a little over 10 years. And I started off as an editorial assistant under the fabulous Kim Hubbard, who is all things books at People Magazine. A lot of people think like People has a book section. Yes, we do. And it's fabulously curated by Kim Hubbard and has been for years. And I was the one who was opening up all those packages from Random House and Penguin and you name it. And just going through sorting, we had a massive book room and I would drown in it every single day, but kind of loved it at the same time. I was able to, you know, kind of flag some things for her and say, this is really interesting. It's where I found my first love of of Game of Thrones. This is long before. <laughs> Before anyone cared about the show. It was like season one or two, we had like all of the DVDs like on the table scattered. No one wanted them. But I read the graphic novel and then I started reading some of the other books in the book room. Don't tell her I was doing that. I but I became obsessed <laughs> and went and grabbed the freebies off of the table and then made my entire family obsessed before the world was obsessed with Game of Thrones. So that's my claim to fame. But no, it was just a wait, fabulous- Wait, go back for one second. In in the room where you sorted all the books, because I try to sort books all the time too. How did you sort it? Was it by pub date? Was it by what? Was, how did you, was well, there a, Was it alphabetical? How did it you was? Keep track? It was by it was by genre. Okay, and and it was also by pub date. So okay. like we had to, you know, we're a weekly, so mm-hmm. whatever was coming up that yep. we could, you know, time to that issue had to be front of the room. She had to be able to see it. There were post-its everywhere. You know, if there was a lot of buzz, I kind of put it even more towards the front. If it was something I just thought was super interesting, I would flag it with a different kind of note and be like, Kim, just take a look, humor me. So (laughs) it was a whole the whole shebang. I wasn't the only one in there, but that was my main job for like my first few months. I was also working on the crime team and the human interest team doing a lot of the hard news. And it was just such a good introduction into, it almost felt like a newspaper, even though we're a magazine because we did Mm -hmm. everything and we still had like a really pretty quick turnaround, not a newspaper turnaround. I didn't have to have everything in by 3 p.m. or you're fired, (laughs) but it was, it was fast paced. So I got to touch on everything. And I I really feel like Kim was just such a great editor to come up under. And from there, I went on to report crime and, and then move over to the entertainment team after the world went even more to crap. And I couldn't deal with talking to people on the worst days of their lives anymore. (laughs) So yeah, I was a TV writer for years. And then I became the music editor for years. And now I am editor at large, meaning I kind of do more of what I want, but also host of our our podcast people every day, as you mentioned. So I've 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 had a run through the the people ecosystem. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. I love that. Yes, and people every day. I was listening to a few recent ones about Linda Evangelista. So and the SAG Awards and everything. So you so sometimes even though you start it, you don't do every interview of on the show. Like you. It's like you're doing a, like a, like you're the anchor and then you send it out to the reporters. Yeah. Thing. Think of me as the Bavaro of, no, I'm kidding. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's like, we really try to tap into just our on the ground, great knowledge of the entertainment space. Mostly yep. we are a trusted source in that wild 
wild zoo that is entertainment. <laughs> and we're able to just pull on all of that expertise from so many different angles. But we also do, like I said, the crime and, you know, those human interest stories that really pull at your heartstrings. So I think that's why I've actually been here as long as I have, because you, you can't really get bored. You're able to kind of be flexible and have a hand in all the different types of stories that you want to tell. So, yeah. I mean, with all of these physical magazines shutting, like in the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks, I cannot believe I'm so sad about. It. I actually really like. Girl, I like to hold things. I like to read things. I couldn't believe it. Thank you. Tell your younger friends. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. It's true. I guess. I mean, I don't really have any young friends, but I'll, I'll tell younger <laughs> listeners who are listening. <laughs> The younger I'll tell my kids. No, there Actually, are my still- kids love magazines, though. I like. We always, you know, that's like the big treat. Sometimes, yeah, we, like, wrap them up as gifts. Like here, my <laughs> friend, my like. Look, I have so many friends. They're like, what? What's going on? And my son, he's like you said, he still loves highlights. Like he gets mm-hmm. it in the mail, and he just gets yep. so excited, and he goes to the couch, and then you don't hear from him for like an hour. Um, but so there, you're not alone. They are still out there, especially thankfully for people, because Mm -hmm. (laughs) people are definitely still reading the actual print pages of our magazine. But times are changing, man. And people want to listen to their news and click on their news and and do all of these other things. And and we've been able to kind of say, okay, let's do that. People.com. Yep, people everyday podcast. Like, what do you need? We're we're out here giving it to you. And I don't think, you know, people the magazine is going anywhere in print anytime soon. It better not. I, I mean, come on. I know. What are you going to do at the airport? What are you I, going I was to do at the nail shop? Yeah, I w- <laughs> what if you have to go to the doctor? What are you going to do? So, <laughs> You know, when I was little, I used to cut out the little squares in the upper right-hand corner. Do you remember how there always used to, yes. always used to be a square in the upper right-hand corner of people? Yeah, and that was my collection. People were like coming into school on what do you collect day with like minerals or something. And I was like, I have the upper right-hand corner of People magazine. Oh my God. Pretty, pretty, uh, pretty. I had black Barbie. Those were my thing. That was, that was my collection thing. But I, I tell you right now, like People, Essence magazine, all of the things that were in that little magazine roll in my my grandmother's bathroom. <laughs> you remember those? Yes. Yep. I totally do. I totally do. Oh my gosh. So you said a few minutes ago before when we were chatting that the last book you read was Will. Yeah. About Will mm-hmm. Smith, which actually I have not read. So I've heard amazing things about that book. Tell me about that book and what else is on your nightstand or what you're reading these days. Will Smith's memoir. Oh my gosh. Well, I read it because I had to, to the point of of the title of this podcast. Uh, It's very hard for me to find time to actually read these days, but (laughs) I was doing a story on on the memoir and it just took me by surprise. I thought it was going to be one of those, you know, celebrity memoirs that says what they want to say and doesn't really go there. And it went there in so many ways that almost at times I was like, don't go there, don't go there. (laughs) (laughs) About his relationship with Jada and just the ups and downs and all of that. And then his relationship with his kids and, Mm. you know, just talking about Willow pushing back against him and, and just how he had to see himself as this overbearing father that, you know, wanted his kids to be as, you know, dogged and successful in entertainment as he was. And they were like, look, dude, chill, you know, same, same with Jaden and his acting career, having to like deal with that. It just pulled back 
the veil, you know, on the Smiths in a way that, you know, we just never have had. And specifically with him as well, like the trauma that he had as a kid growing up and what he saw, you know, he witnessed his father, like, brutally abuse his mother. And that just stuck with him for so long. And it created, he always felt like a coward because he didn't defend her. And uh, he said he built up his entire persona and all the action heroes and everything that he's done. His jokes was all to kind of like hide this scared little boy that was in the bathroom. Yeah, it was, oh, it was so much more than I thought it was going to be. So I was very happy that work made me read (laughs) that time. Wow. Okay. You just sold me on that book. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and there's more, than, there's more than that. I'm sure. Relationships. No, I, know it. I hope it wasn't too many spoilies, but yeah. No, it, it's that good. was perfect. Thank you. <laughs> okay. We can't bubble wrap our kids to keep them safe, but we can give ourselves some peace of mind now with the Life 360 app, which I am obsessed with. I first heard about this from a girlfriend at a party who told me that this was the app to use. So I got it. And now I am obsessed. It's a family connection and safety app that lets you track the people and things that are most important to you. And it's much more than sharing location. It is about safety. It keeps families connected and protected throughout the day. Plus, it helps you find your things. So I have tiles, one of which I put on my phone, which I lose 100 times a day, and I can find it through the app whenever I lose it. Also, it lets me put in locations of interest. So I get alerts when my kids reach school after taking the bus or when my husband gets to LA or whoever you want to track. You can do it with Life360 and feel very protected and safe and it makes life better. It makes peace of mind better. Life 360 has my family's back when they're on the road, and I can track their stuff too if I need to. Plus, of course, it's a lifeline during emergencies because you can have crash detection to know if one of the kids is in an accident and with two almost driver's license kids, that is super important to me too. So put away the bubble wrap and protect your loved ones with Life 360. Visit life360.com or download the app today and use code BOOKS, B-O-O-K-S, all caps, to get one month of the gold package for free, plus 15% off all tiles. That's life360.com, code BOOKS. And what else uh, What else are you looking forward to reading? Well, what I'm looking forward to reading, a lot of things, because as I said, like, look, the SAG Awards were just the other day. I still, I don't know if they can't see this, of course, because this is audio, but I still have like old eyeliner on from the award that I haven't been able to get. It's like basically like the base coat on my face. So that'll tell you how much time I have in my day. But there's so much <laughs> on my list. By the way, I, the SAG Awards were so glamorous and oh my awesome. Gosh. It was like, and so short, like two hours in and out, like every Boom. star was there. I loved it. It was my favorite award show, like I think of all time. It was amazing. And I was so happy to, you know, one, see everyone and be around everyone. There were a lot of COVID protocols and all of that. But I was happy to see how happy the stars actually were and willing they actually were. Like zero egos. I feel like the pandemic, of course, has been like the great equalizer for everything. But 
it was a very different vibe. It was like, yes, I'll stop and talk to you guys. I love people. How are you doing? Like mm. <laughs> everyone was just happy to be there, happy to be outside. Yeah, it, I have I have nothing but great things to say about this show, and that is usually not the case when it comes to <laughs> shows. <laughs> do you have, do you get nervous at all talking to celebrities or not at all? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, especially at shows like this because they there's just so many different films and even ones that like we try to watch everything. We do not. We cannot. It's like mm-hmm. not humanly possible. For some people it is. But again, I don't have time to read books. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you just try to prep as much as possible. And, you know, there's a lot happening. There, you, you'll be standing there talking to, you know, Jessica Chastain and then, you know, Kirsten Dunst pops up and you don't think she's going to, but she wants to say hi to Jessica. And it's like, well, Kirsten, come on, join in. Let's talk. It's a lot, but you just have to kind of stay fluid and and excited. And I'm a fangirl in general, so that always works for me. (laughs) That's so cool. Yeah, I do feel like with you're right with the pandemic. Maybe I don't know. I've started interviewing celebrities on the podcast and stuff. And at first I was like ridiculously nervous. And then it's like they're all just like sitting in their living room. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. We're all yeah. just people. Like, I don't know. Exactly. I, I mean, exactly. I I know that's obvious, but I, I feel like <laughs> I didn't used to think celebrities were just regular people. Like well, I really some of them aren't. Some of them aren't. Okay. <laughs> some of them aren't. I will just be honest. Okay. 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 <laughs> some of them Those are, are not very, the ones coming on my podcast. <laughs> some of them are very aware that they are not just regular people. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> and they'll make you very aware of that as well. But right. for the most part, yes. And especially now, like you just you, you get a warm. Even I, you know, I had a mess up or two on on the carpet, and they're just like, "Oh, girl, stop!" Like. It's fine. It's fine. We're human. Yeah. We're living. We're here. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> okay. Books. Yes, books. Okay, so there's one that, again, the amazing Kim Hubbard put me onto that I am looking to add to the list. The Love of My Life, a novel by author Rosie Walsh. I'm sure you've heard of this because there's I have heard of it. A, I interviewed Rosie for Ghosted, which was her first book, which came out a couple years ago. It was Mm -hmm. so good. Did you read that? I did not. It was really good. Kim told me to. I got to get Kim has, Kim, where is she? Is she like hiding behind you? Is this like a Cyrano de Bergerac where she's like telling you what to say about books? (laughs) She was like, you have to read Ghosted, but she has this new one coming out. I was like, okay, fine. Because she put me onto another book that I did read years ago. Where'd you go, Bernadette? They turned Yep. Yep. The movie. And this kind of reminds, just reading the synopsis, it reminds me of it. Like, you know, Emma is a marine biologist and her husband, Leo, is an obituary writer. And, you know, he kind of finds out once she gets sick, he starts Mm -hmm. to like dig into her past and finds out that, you know, she is not at all who he thought she was. And and she still very much loves him. And so it's just this whole mystery that's tied up. So it gives me that Maria Semple, where'd you go, Bernadette, but not as silly, like a little more more earnest than that. So I'm looking forward to getting that one. And then also um, one that is probably going to be right at the top of my list is Always With You, Always With Me. So this is a children's book by uh, Kelly Rowland and educator Jessica McKay. Oh, I heard about this yesterday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just got pitched this yesterday. Yep. Of course, singer Kelly Rowland, diva Kelly Rowland, and Jessica McKay. It's a beautiful children's book that's coming out in April that follows a working mom and her kid and how she provides just comfort and and soothes that separation anxiety that honestly that they both feel as we know as working moms um, to be apart, you know, because 
mama's got to work and I, I cannot wait for it. I want it for, for, I have two little ones. I have a six-year-old and an 18-month-old. Oh, 18-month-old. Yeah. Yeah. And I totally had that with Reese when he was, you know, going off school and I had to go back to work and, mm-hmm. and, I honestly just stopped breastfeeding my youngest and and that was its own separation anxiety that I got over. So I can't wait. And it's just like an ode to working moms, man. Like we need it. <laughs> I wrote this whole essay when I stopped nursing my third child. I think that was when I, yeah, when I, and I had, I was like sitting in Pan Cotidienne with like ice packs in my sports mm, bag. Yes. And I remember, I like remember sitting there, my big kids were at school and I was like, this is one of these moments. It's the last time I'll ever do this and I won't have kids anymore. Da, da, da. Anyway, I know. Like two months later, I was pregnant and then I ended up, I had my son. But anyway, I was like, you know, ridiculous that I even wrote the thing. But yes. Oh, I, those, I, I felt that. I, yeah. felt, I, I like literally had her in my arms the last morning and I was like, this is it. And yeah. she was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, like with my nipple in her mouth. Like, oh, no, no. no. <laughs> Oh my god! Yes, I, well, that's I'm why you don't have time to, to read. Oh my gosh, you have such a little one. Oh my god! Well, no, she definitely keeps me busy, but I love her. That's Ramy, my little baby. Aww. But okay, one more that I wanted yep. to get to because I think I needed, and I think we all needed, is uh, read this to get smarter by oh, Blair Imani. So I should have been and read this. Uh, this is a woman who I watch on Instagram all the time. This like Smarter in Seconds series that she has. And she is so dope. She like breaks down just the clear, simple form, you know, of, of the basics around uh, issues of race, class, gender, disability, and more. And it, and it came out last year, I think in October. And I love it because she kind of does away with that whole thing that we're in right now where it's just like, oh, you should know this or duh. Or like, Mm -hmm. why don't you know, blah, blah, blah. She's like, no, there's a whole huge swath of our population that for whatever reason doesn't know about, you know, racial inequality, doesn't know Mm -hmm. about classism, doesn't know about colorism or, 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 or gender or LGBTQI plus issues. I am going to break it down in simple terms, but be very accurate and clear about why this is a thing and why you should learn about it and be informed in your daily life. And it's, yeah, it's like, think, what were those books that you said, like for dummies, but yeah, but, yeah, better, yeah, yeah. but more, <laughs> better, better written, not as, yeah. <laughs> Love it. Okay, excellent. Great. Well, I'm glad you told me again about the Kelly Rowland book. And I'm doing, actually, it's, I don't know if it will air. This might air before, this might air after my live, but I'm doing one. Mm-hmm. It's the GMA book club of pick of the month this month. Oh, fun. And I'm going to do a live, Instagram live with Rosie on Monday, I think, next week. Anyway. Oh, wonderful. Whatever. But So I am on brand. I'm on brand. You're trend. on brand. Yes. Okay. You're, uh, you're Great. doing it. <laughs> I love it. If people have not, people, if listeners have not listened to people every day before, are there a couple episodes that you're like, start with this or should they just jump into the everyday and just do it once a day? Oh, wow. Well, jump into every day and do it every single day. We are, <laughs> we're pretty succinct. It's fun. Like you get those headlines and you get the breakdown. It's talking about like smarter in seconds. It's smarter in like about 20 minutes in terms of entertainment. Like you get everything you need to know from that day. You know, whatever, say you're going to a happy hour or, you know, you need something to just talk to your husband about that has nothing to do with the kids (laughs) after 8 p.m. Like that is what we provide. But I would say 
look, top of mind, SAG Awards. That was a fun one. If you want to go behind the scenes and be a fly on the wall inside the room at the SAG Awards, so fun. And figure out everything that was going on on the carpet, like all of the stars that were just standing in line happily behind the step and repeat, like huddled up together. You wouldn't believe like A-listers just like, okay, your, your turn, next up. It's crazy. So I would say do that one. You mentioned a really good one about, oh God, I'm blanking. Linda Evangelista. Linda Evangelista. Yes. That was just a longer form. That that was a longer show, but oh my God, this is what we do. This is our bread and butter of getting celebrities to really trust us enough to open up about mm-hmm. just some of the biggest hurdles that they're going through and to hear her roller coaster journey through fame and health is amazing. So I highly recommend that one. But there really is something for everyone. We had a a wonderful episode recently about, you know, just 10 years after Trayvon Martin and the Black Lives Matter movement and what has been happening with a lot of the cases and why people are encouraged, but also, you know, not encouraged in a lot of ways. We we run the gamut and then you get Real Housewives and you get like <laughs> Bachelor updates and you get all of it in time for your, your pickup. By the time you pull up at the school, <laughs> you have all the information you need. <laughs> that's, that's, you know, it takes me about 20 minutes to go pick up my kids. See? So maybe, See? You know, I'll just start putting it on when I'm doing frantically doing emails before I pick them up. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Love that. Amazing. All right. Well, thank you so much. This is so fun. I love hearing about all of your picks and your journey through People Magazine, which, you know, I've always had this fascination with forever. So thanks for pulling back the curtain a little to let me in. I really appreciate it. And... Yeah. Are you guys in the office, by the way, or are you, are you not? I am not. I'm, I mean, I'm in the metaverse, as you can see. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know where you are. <laughs> I, I record from home. Yeah. That's so, your home? Uh, it looks like a full-on studio. Right. It's a mini studio inside my home. Don't tell them wow. that. But yeah, so I, uh, I moved, gosh, in August of last year from the East Coast to the West Coast because I couldn't do it anymore and set up here. And I am one of those work from homers from now oners. Amazing. So yeah. Well, with a setup like that. Is that your home? This is my, yeah, it's my home and my office. Oh my God. That is that color coded book collection is everything. Thank you. Absolutely beautiful. Thank you. I see it all day (laughs) through Zoom. I don't even turn around. So this is like my view. Ridiculous. Uh, And Vivi, I love your name too. Thank you. It's short for Elizabeth. But. Okay. Well, I still love it. The, I need I need Z's in my life. I need more Z's. It just it, like as soon as I saw your name, I was like, yes, I'm going to do Zivi's show. Thank you. <laughs> I'm delighted you're doing my show. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much, and uh, let's stay in touch. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And I'm going to put you in touch with Kim because okay, great. I mean, I mean, I would love it. I would love okay. it. I would love it. Okay. All right. Have a All good right. one. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. 